0: Hello, and thanks for tuning in. I'm David Coston.
1: And I'm Stephanie Coston.
0: And this is Wild at Art. Today we have a call with a young, up-and-coming talent, Chris Maximin, who combines his love of cartooning and his music for a truly unique artistic expression, from video animation to cover art to acrylics and sculpture.
1: Chris is bringing cartoons into the contemporary art scene, a genre he says has been overlooked up to now.
0: He grew up loving 2D animated movies and cartoons and he wants to spearhead a renaissance of the classic style of animation.
1: Let's start with a riff from one of Chris's original songs so you can get the vibe as we discuss the fun but important topic, contemporary art, cartoon style.
0: All right. Cool. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for, uh, connecting with us and joining us today. Um, and uh, if you don't mind, give us your, uh, your name and, um, give us an idea of kind of where you are and and what you're doing.
2: Uh, my name is Chris Maximin, um, 21 year old artist based in Kennesaw, Georgia. And, uh, Right now, I'm just kind of just working on some different concepts, cartoons, and uh, just trying to really perfect my craft right now.
0: So, is that about Still developing um, developing your own style? I mean, I will say I think you have a pretty unique style with Thank the you. cartoon work that you do and your outtakes, you know, and parodies of various famous characters and stuff. It's it's uh really unique in the space. I think.
2: Thank you. I'm really inspired by. Cause and there's certain artists that are uh, trying to bring the cartoon world kind of into the contemporary art world, and i I really appreciate that because you know a lot of a lot of the art that my generation experiences is through you know cartoons and and media things like that. So
0: did you uh, did you get into
2: anime at all? Anime? No, I, no, I never was really too into anime. Never really watched it. Yeah, it seems like, to be kind of creeping well, into the
0: mainstream with shows on. Netflix and some things like that. So I've heard some people recommending various anime, but um, yeah, it
2: definitely is. I have a lot of friends that actually have been they watch Naruto and stuff like that. I've never really been too into it, but there's it, it, it definitely is something that's gaining popularity right now in the mainstream, for cool. sure.
0: Since we're talking about that, um, just out of curiosity, what what catches your imagination with the frame of you know being framed in the cartoon genre? What got you going in that direction? Cause I kinda know you and I, I wouldn't have matched you with your art if if I saw you on the street. <laughs> yeah. It's um well,
2: I guess it comes from childhood mostly. I was kind of one of those kids where my mom worked, she worked until like six ish, and then my dad would work at night. So he would, you know, most of the time be sleeping during the day. And so I was kind of one of those kids that kinda got raised by Cartoons, if that makes sense. And, um, I don't know, it was a really big part of my life. And so I've always just been really, really intrigued with how much work it takes because, you know, it's not just one drawing, it's like thousands. And, and I don't know, it's just been something that really intrigued me since I was young.
1: So Chris, did you, when you were watching those cartoons, all those years ago, were you thinking of yourself as an artist then? That you thought, wow, I could really do that? Or were you just kind of mesmerized by it?
2: Um, a little of both. Um, it was definitely just something that was, I watched them all the time. And I always had my favorites. And, um, and it was things, something you know, that me and my friends would always talk about. I've been drawing for as long as I can remember. So I, I always remember it being something that I wanted to do. And uh, when people ask me what I wanted to do when I grew up, I would always say cartoonist without really knowing what it entailed. But I always knew that that's what I wanted to be centered around uh, cartoons, no matter what it was that I was doing.
0: It's interesting is the the concept of cartooning versus more fine art cartoon representations. uh, How do you draw that distinction? I think a lot of fine art
2: and contemporary art is really like comes from an emotional place. You know, uh, a lot of people, they kind of just paint what it is they feel or what it is or, or a lot of the times it's a reflection of society and um i kind of you know figure that cartoons are that medium that's kind of overlooked in that realm of reflecting what society is like at the time
0: so you thought you'd bring that to to life in your own way i mean it's it's really uh intriguing i remember the first time we were out at a uh art show and we saw your stuff out there very surprising and and just bold, bright graphics and really grab you kind of stuff. And, and, you know, immediately I was thinking, man, I want one of those.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I really like I like using bold, bright colors, oranges and purples and yellows and reds are some of my favorite colors to use in pretty much all my pieces.
1: so. So, Chris, I know that there's an overlap between this this sort of art and your your music and your album covers. And, um, how did that come to be?
0: Yeah, I guess to, to back that up for our listeners, Chris, you also uh, have been a, w- would you say rap artist, hip hop artist? What, how I would you characterize your music, of, music
2: style? I'd more of a singer. Yeah. I don't really rap much. And me and my friends, when we make music, it's not, we usually don't rap. It's more of a singing. So I guess I consider myself a singer.
0: What have you been doing with that? How did, how, did, how did you integrate what you're doing with cartooning and contemporary art with music? And, and how do you bring those together as kind of a three-dimensional artist? <laughs> well, it's something about, it's one thing
2: uh, that I knew about cartoons when I was younger. The thing that I liked the most was there was a lot of, you know, they'd have little musical numbers and, and theme songs. Even if people that aren't really into cartoons as much as I am. There, there's one thing that they always remember about a show and it's like theme song or iconic song that came from that and i always figured that was one of the best ways to integrate the the two is a soundtrack for let's say a disney movie a soundtrack for a disney movies it's only as good as the actual movie is and vice versa so i think those they're both equally as important to having a, a cohesive work of art and i've always seen cover art done for artists and been like you know. I wish they would have tried harder. And um, I've talked to a lot of people that are, are they're not artists, but they'll say the same thing. If an artist were to take more time to do something more creative with their cover art, you know, they'd, they'd appreciate the song more. So I figured that that was also something that was really important.
0: So uh, you mentioned you had had opportunities right now with some well-known artists and uh, I mean, music artists and had done some cover art for some folks. And uh, what's the business story behind that? You know, you don't necessarily have to name names. How did that go down? I was on Twitter one day, and I
2: think this is maybe probably two years ago. And I had seen a friend of, you know, a a well-known rapper. And um, he had posted something about wanting to do an art show that they were going to try and get some artists together uh, around Atlanta. Doing an art show and to submit some paintings. So I had got some paintings together and I had sent them some pictures and then I had gotten a FaceTime from them and um, they had asked to purchase all the pieces that I had available. And so at the time it was only about 11 or 12 paintings I had. And um, yeah, I had dropped those off with him. And that's pretty much when I started kind of getting more into doing cover art because I had figured, I had seen the shift in a love for the art. Like 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 what I was saying earlier about Cause, I think he kind of really set the tone for that. And kind of really uh, opened the doors for people like me. Because um, there was a big shift in like towards art that has bright colors and cartoony and things like that. And people were in animated music videos and people were really getting into that kind of thing. So I figured that would be my perfect opportunity to start getting into it. And uh, the more cover art I did, you know, the more people I'd meet, the more I'd network. And uh, eventually it led to us meeting Waka of Flocka of Flame about a year ago. And uh, he's been kind of mentoring us ever since then.
0: Oh, that's exciting. Tell, tell us a little more about that. So or, is that in, the, in your music and singing or more in your cover art? Or how, does, how do you guys uh, work together? Um, a little bit of both. He's,
2: he's a really he's, he's a nice guy. I just wanted to say that. To start out, you know, he's not really what you'd expect out of from music or from anyone (laughs) that he surrounds himself with. Um, He's like really smart and really, uh, you know, he's really into investing in things. So I guess he saw some potential in us. Um, I have a few friends that he heard some music from them and he he talked about signing them a little bit. And then I have a friend who's also a videographer, Jason. And um, I think he signed a little contract with him to do some videos for him, some music videos for him. I got to show him some work. I got to show him some uh, ideas for a cartoon and things. And he said, you know, once we get, I get something developed, he'd be willing to invest it in, you know, do a voice. And that was a a little bit ago. So he's pretty much just kind of guiding us and, you know, doing the right things and meeting the right people and things like that.
0: So you say us, is that a band? Is that your group? Yeah. And give them a plug a shout out. What's that all about? our club it's shot by club on Instagram.
2: Yeah, we haven't been recording very often now, you know, ever since we've been kind of just kind of at our houses <laughs> but
0: uh. <laughs> yeah again to to characterize that for the listeners uh we're still in uh a, a pandemic shelter in place order, so uh it's a perfect venue and time for bored people to get onto podcasts and <laughs> share their yeah. sort of view on art. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so sure why I not work. get together and chat about it? Uh well that's, that's exciting it. though, like uh to 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 see it beginning to get notice and uh you know I guess you have to wait until the opportunity comes where you can get studio time and, and do all that stuff that it takes to to put music together. Um,
1: Certainly the pandemic doesn't help with that. Not. So
0: um, I, I guess you haven't had any formal art training. Is this all just kind of natural instinct? You've just been drawing and pushing it forward? Well, um, I had
2: taken one year of, I took some classes, some drawing classes and everything. And then, you know, once I had experienced it for myself, it wasn't just kind of like a, what I imagined it to be. And, you know, once I experienced it for myself, I realized there was a lot of stuff online that I could, you know, learn from. I've been, I I pretty much just watch a lot of instructional videos online and things like that. So it's a little bit of both, but like pretty much up until age of 18, everything has just been kind of on my own.
0: So what's your motivation, you know, inspiration, spirit? How do you, how and why do you want to create this genre of art? Why do you want to make art? How do you go in and sit down on a daily basis and try to, Push your craft.
2: Well, I think, you know, I kind of feel a a responsibility to do art. I feel like anybody who can should just because art really is just kind of taking things, mashing them up together and putting them through a filter, which, which is yourself is the filter. And so I don't know. I think it's everyone wants to give their perspective and their worldview on things. And I think I've been given a really simple way of doing that of a a gift. So I think I should do it. And that's what pretty much motivates me is that something it's it's pretty much something I have to do.
0: That's been a little bit of a common theme that we hear in talking to artists is that people feel like they have to do it, that they don't have, (laughs) you know, they don't have a lot of um, opportunity to ignore it. But so, so would you, uh, as you express yourself that way, would you call it uh, fun? Would you call it uh, cathartic? How would you say you approach your, your work? I approach it,
2: I try to approach it with, as a fun thing. I kind of, even if I'm doing something that is work and, you know, I am getting paid for, I kind of try to approach it as, as me, just like as a hobby, as me just kind of you know doing it. Even if I'm not, I, I don't necessarily, I take it seriously. I'm trying to figure out the way to put this. I take it seriously, but when you take it too seriously, sometimes you end up hating it or something, you know?
0: <laughs> or, uh, I,
1: think it, I think that it shines through in what you do, Chris. I think it's very clear when you look at your art and you listen to your music, it's clear that you're having fun. I think that's what draws people so to it is it's it's fun.
0: But there's an edge to it. It's not like it's yeah. just
1: pop. Right. That's, um, a,
0: that's, a, that's a
2: perfect way to describe it. That's how i describe it, like a playful, but with a little bit of an edge.
1: Yeah.
0: So where do you go from here, at, you know, once you are free to out in the world again if you were envisioning your future down the road you're a young guy so you have the opportunity to envision way off into the future (laughs) what's your uh what's it look like for you on the horizon if you if you got to pursue your dream in in art and music and you know the, the work that you're doing what what would that look like well um i'm not the
2: kind of guy i'm not thinking i'm gonna you know compete with disney or anything but I think there's a niche. There's a there's like a there's, a there's a there's a there's a lot of people who they don't want to show their kids necessarily uh, certain movies and certain cartoons just because it's just not what they want to show their kids. And I feel like there's a good market for people who just want a good clean cartoon for their kids. So that's what I'm I'm hoping to have just kind of a media conglomerate where it's we can produce music and we can also produce cartoons like an animation type type, type thing. And that's that would be pre- pretty much my ideal thing to have an animation studio of some kind.
0: That's really interesting. So animation, music, you would actually, would you do, or would you be interested in doing series and feature-length films and things like that in the animation space?
2: Oh, for sure. I, I, kinda wa- I definitely want to bring back 2D animation, like on-paper animation. Is something that's kind of dying out, but it's something oh, that I people I love always...
1: that, Chris. I totally agree. The world is missing now. Yeah
2: people like I don't I don't I don't knock digital because I can understand why it's a lot easier and you know there's a lot more you can do with a computer but nothing beats just a good old on paper paper animation 2d movie because uh Disney uh, throughout the 90s from 91 to 99 they released a feature-length film every single year and they're all like the most well-known films that they put out and um they never really phase out because they're just always kind of, you can tell when a 3d movie is outdated, but you can't really tell when a 2d movie is outdated. I got gotcha. you. Really such
1: an interesting perspective. You're exactly right. There's something about those that have such a classic <laughs> look to them that they never yeah. go out of style.
2: Yeah. And you know, 3d animations are kind of progressing so fast that if you look at an example like toy story, the first one, if you compare it to the fourth one, it's, it's night and day. So, and then 2D animation is one of those things where you remaster it once and still looks just as amazing.
0: Yeah. We'll say with our kids and stuff, we've been watching Moana and that's been yeah. a pretty, that's a pretty amazing looking movie. Definitely. Um, just how bright and shiny they got it and all the music and it's pretty solid stuff. But I do think that there's a, a different strategy and approach when you can think about things you know, as an animator and and not as a really a computer 3d artist, two different, maybe a, an art versus a technology. Right. If people, so we're going to give you a a page on our website and obviously you have some places on Instagram and whatnot where people can see your art and, and you take commissions, right? Yeah. What sort of commissions do you do? What do you like to do if, if people were interested in connecting with you?
2: Most of the time, I, it's most of the time it's cover art lately, but um, yeah, you know, I do drawings, paintings, you know, I do pencil sketches, been trying to get a lot better at that, and um, been doing a lot of small sculptures, like kind of like uh, toys, kind of trying to incorporate that into the mix too, pretty much anything.
0: Well, that's cool, but so, so musical stuff, cover art, you know, for artists is what you're focused on right now. <laughs>
2: Primarily, I'm trying to get away from it a little bit because um, just, uh, just some of the people you have to deal with.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the true in any uh, anywhere. Yeah, in any business, you, some of the people you have to deal with. You just you I can pick why. and choose. We used to call yeah. it a, um, uh, you know, you get an extra fee for being a jerk. So just price it so <laughs> high that if the person's a jerk, that they, then they they pay a tax for that. That's yeah.
1: not exactly what we called it, but that's what we'll call it right
0: <laughs> here, okay? <laughs> There's another word for that. There's right?
1: another word that we use
0: for it, but... Um, <laughs> so where can people um, connect with you best? Is it Instagram? Is it... How do you get your commission story yeah. started?
2: I'd take most of my commissions from my Instagram, which is at
0: KLBCmax. At KLBCmax? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And I also have my, my portfolio. I still have to get a domain
2: name, but it's com. All right.
1: We'll get all that stuff on our website too, Chris. So people can, can just click through to you from the, from our site.
2: Okay. Thank you.
0: Is there anything else that you want people to know about what you're about, what you're out there creating? And
2: um, I want my work to be self-explanatory, you know, kind of just look at it and just enjoy it. I do think, you know, there should be some deep meaning to certain things, but certain things can just, can just look cool too, you know?
1: Yeah, I kind of love that. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to be sort of profound, does it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're not, you're not necessarily uh, pouring your pain out on the canvas. You're, uh... <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'd
0: rather put my
2: good, emo- I'd rather, rather portray my good emotions in my art. you know?
0: <laughs> well, that's nice. That's that's uh, very fair, and it's good that you have good emotions to share with everybody.
2: Yeah, no, you don't have to be depressed to be an artist. <laughs>
0: that's great. That? great. That's great. Thank you, Chris. Thanks for taking the time with us today, Chris. It's great to hear uh, what you're doing and and why, and it's it's all very intriguing. I think it's very different. I think people will be very interested to find you on our website and on yours, and hopefully, you'll get some some more commissions and, and other commercial work out of it, it'd be great. All right yep, thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Maximin
2: and I'm Wild at Art. See more of me and loads of other artists at wild at artpodcast.world.